SAFM 104-107 Nationwide The Viewpoint Weekdays 8-10pm on SAFM On the viewpoint. Before I forget, it is imperative that I make this correction, and it, I do appreciate Mr. Kurt Ferreira, Senior PR Manager at Coarch International Architects, who has been listening on our shows, specifically the one that talked about women and the architectural space. I have to offer a correction because I had inadvertently or incorrectly reported that the building under discussion then was 44 stories, whereas it is actually 55 stories. Let me read this out just as a statement to correct everything that was in that discussion. The Leonardo on Maud Street, Sant in Johannesburg, not only owns the bragging rights to the title of Africa's tallest building, but also boasts a predominantly female architecture team. Coarch International Architects Director Catherine Atkins and professional architect Malika Walele are the leading women behind the 55-story building, not 44 stories as I previously mentioned. The building is expected to be completed this year and will be home to luxury residential apartments, offices, shopping stores, restaurants and lifestyle recreation areas. The thought of an all-women architect team doesn't sound groundbreaking until you consider that, according to the SA Institute of Architects in the Eastern Cape, only 21% of South Africa's registered architectural professions, professionals are women, and the international community isn't doing much better. 31% registered in, the Europe, in Europe, according to the Architects Council of Europe, and a mere 20% in the United States. However, these ladies are taking the construction industry to new heights with the Leonardo, currently the highest building on the continent at 233 meters. It surpasses Carlton Center's 50 floors, which for decades remained unchallenged in the sky. That's the correction, and thank you very much to Mr. Kurt Ferreira for bringing that to our attention. Let's cast our conversation now to community theatre developer launches a new theatre, and Ms. Emma Durden, who is the Twist Theatre Development Organization's Program Theatre Health and Development Consultant. Good evening, Emma. How are you this evening? Emma? Yes, here I am. The Hilton Arts Festival kicks off next week, and in preparation for the grand appearance at the festival, Dr. Emma Durden, Program Manager of the Twist Theatre Arc Development Project, has been up and about launching her theatre book, Acting in South Africa, Skills and Inspirations. Dr. Durden is the recipient of the Chicago-based Association for Theatre in Higher Education 2016 Award for Leadership in Community-Based Theatre and Civic Engagement. This prestigious international award is given to those individuals or theatre organisations that help facilitate communities in creating theatre that reflects their constituents and to those who develop lasting relations with those communities. We engage her now in her illustrious career in theatre, her passion for community theatre and the role that it plays, the reason behind penning a book on acting and the work that she'll be doing at the Hilton Arts Festival. It's quite a resume you sport. Thank you so much for your time, Emma. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Let's talk about the role of theatre specifically in that point about representing their constituent communities and telling the stories and reflections of the people of that region? Yeah, we we work as Twist Theatre Development. We work with community-based theatre groups. So there's always such a debate about what is community theatre for so many 
years and in fact decades it was just sort of black theatre because it wasn't theatre that was happening in professional white spaces in the urban areas. But but we we like to look at community theatre as being really reflective of the communities in which it happens, wherever it happens. And and for the ten years that we've been running, we've worked with groups that have grown up from amateurs from people who have been at school and they've been in drama groups and then they start to professionalize themselves and to to make stories about the places that they live in and the lives that they lead that they don't see reflected on TV or elsewhere. So so for for those groups to be making work around the issues that affect them and a lot of what you've been talking about this evening um, is for us something really great that those those voices are heard and seen and then expand out of their communities and to festivals like Hilton and to other places nationally. I'm going to probe this last point because we talked about well, gender-based violence and how theatre could also assist in, 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 in changing the narrative, in changing the status quo as we have it. I really do want to probe that issue. May I please, with your indulgence, take a quick ad break before then we talk about that because arts is a profound way of communicating a message but also addressing social norms and behaviours in a given society. Let's take that quick ad break. Ms. Emma Durden is on the line. The only swimmer to have rounded both the southernmost and the northernmost tips of Africa, Karina Brewer, the only person to successfully swim around the danger point, is this week's game changer on Ladies Club. I suppose the main challenge is just prioritizing and finding time for it all. I also run a business and I'm a musician. There's a lot and my personality, I suppose, is to always try to push the boundaries and see how far I can go. The five-year female record holder for the fastest straight of Gibraltar crossing, Karina Brewer, shares her inspiration story this Tuesday on SABC2 at 10.30 a.m. Ladies Club, brought to you by SABC Sport for the love of the game. This week we visit the iconic Shiva Subramanya Temple in Springfield and enjoy the variations of the Hanuman Chalisa with Vandana and Jagruti Naran. We continue on Yoga for Wellness with Kugan and the Holy Tirukural with Sandhu Rangarajan. Catch Sadhana The Inward Path every Sunday at 7am on SABC3. SAFM, leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10pm. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. On SAFM. Ms. Emma Durden, Program Theatre, Health and Development Consulted at Twist Theatre Development. We're talking about the Hilton Arts Festival that's kicking off next week. And Emma had just made a very critical point in how theatre can also be a reflection of constituencies and telling stories of the society, making specific reference to the topic that is topical nationwide GBV, gender-based violence. Emma, let's talk about how then we can, in the advent of what the nation is seized with right now, this tragedy, this absolute social tragedy we are seized with, how then we could use to change the narrative, to change the discourse, to change behavior altogether, how we can use the arts, in particular theater, to make sure that these issues not only get given the light of day, which is incredibly important, but are used to change behavior, to change conditions on the ground. It's such a, a complex process because you know any kind of behaviour change is it's it happens over time. 
So mm. quite often we, we do set interventions and people say, well, there you go, that'll sort that out. But it's, it doesn't. It, it just sparks something maybe for some people in the audience and those people will go home and talk about it or think about it and, and then the conversation starts from there. So, so, the, so seeing behavior change as a, as a sort of a slow process, I think, is really important for theater because it can't be, you know, a band-aid that we just say, here we go, here's the play that's going to change everything. Um, but, it, but it can have a real impact in, in what you're saying, sort of breaking silence and in, in making people aware of things. And I think also the catharsis that theater brings, mm. the, the fact that it can bring very raw emotions Yes. Um, which people are maybe too afraid to confront in their own lives. And it yes. can bring to, to light those, those truths that people keep hidden for, them, for themselves and from themselves. Um, I think that's the, the power of theatre, where you can take an individual story and say, yes, this is a universal experience that, that I can relate to, that you can relate to, and, and that if, if you relate enough, it can make a change in yourself. I that was good, that's bait. Where, where the power is. You know, talking about that power and sort of the techniques used, I mean, that was good debate for me to actually ask you about this book that you have recently launched here in Durban and will be launching again at the Arts Festival itself, Acting in South Africa, Skills and Inspiration. Let's talk about the necessary skills required and the inspiration that must come for doing or achieving what you have just spoken about in the context of your book. Yeah, it's really interesting. The book uh, we've been working on for two years, so it's myself and my colleague, Will Twainstra, who's originally Dutch and is now based in South Africa. Yes. And we interviewed a range of, of actors in South Africa, and it was, it was also very interesting, the process of, of finding people to interview and finding um, sort of equal representations of women and men who are, who are involved in not only theatre, but film and television as well. So we interviewed actors who have made it or are on their way up and and ask them for their experiences in the industry and um, and for us that that's really where the inspiration comes from is seeing people who against a range of odds have have been able to carve a career for themselves in the arts which at at the moment i mean everybody knows how how difficult it is to, to survive in in the arts world um so a lot of the book is based on that and then a lot of the the skills themselves are, are talking about what it means to be an actor and how different it is to act on stage and on screen. And for, I mean, I'm from a theatre background myself, so, so for mm-hmm. me it was quite a, a challenge to move into understanding what it takes to be a, a screen actor. And a lot of the directors that we spoke to who, who work in film and TV were saying they don't want actors who act, they want actors who can be a character. And and I think that that's where the stories come alive and, and what we're talking about this evening with the, the kind of the really deep and dark and very disturbing stories of this country come alive when when we don't fake our reactions. We don't fake what those stories are about, but we find the real core of, of how an, an event or a, an idea can affect a human being. And one of South Africa's great exponents on theatre acting, if you talk about skills and inspiration, is Dr. John Gani. 
Yes, absolutely. And in fact, we, we had we had spoken to Dr. Kani at the beginning of the process of the book and asked him if he would do our forward. And and he was very happy to. And then suddenly when we got to the end in the publishing process, he was not available. So so unfortunately, we don't have his voice in the book, but we have interviews with with some, some really great uh, luminaries in the industry. We have a, a really wonderful interview with Andrew Buckland, who talks about his process of, of perfecting his craft and how important it is for actors not to just be sort of um, taken in by the, the glitz and the glamour of the industry and, and to think that they've got talent and that's enough, but to really how what it means to work at your craft and, and become an absolute master of the game. Let's talk then about becoming the absolute master of the game. Let's talk about being as opposed to reading a script and acting it out, such that you can become a Dr. Kanye, such that you can win a Tony Award, which is the Oscar equivalent for theatre. What are these mechanics that are required that a lot of the time possibly many people miss because they see somebody, I mean, somebody who's very good at what they do will fool you into believing that it's quite easy to do. But that's because there are so many hours behind that, 10,000 hours of Malcolm Gladwell, if you will. What makes a John Kanye? I think it's. I think there's an intellectual rigor to acting which people forget, and that doesn't mean you have to have gone to university, but it means that you have to really understand the journey of your character. So whether this is theatre or film, you need to understand that the character of of the character of a character, if I can explain it that mm, way, mm, um, mm, that mm. the the way that that character thinks and changes and becomes and is put under pressure yes. through different situations, through the drama that's, that's unfolding, um, understanding how that person changes through the process of, of the life that they're living, I think is the key to, to really being a good actor, to really being able to tell a story um, rather than to show it with tears and snot and frana. Um, and we, we actually have a, a really nice story in the book from um, Jerry Moffat King, who I, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure most people will know. M's about, about, um, sorry? Jerry Moffat King from MZ News and Yes, absolutely. And from, mm-hmm. from everywhere. Um, but so, so Jerry talks about a, um, an, a film that he was doing where he, he went back into an emotional memory because everybody says you always have to tap into your own emotional memories. Yes. And he went back into an emotional memory and it, and it went too far and he, he was completely undone by the thought of this process. It was when he had been a younger man and he was, um, he was doing labor and the way he was being treated by, by one of his foremen. And, um, and the director at the time said to him, you're, you're getting too emotional, you're getting too caught up in the emotion of this rather than in where the character himself is going. So, so that's, I think, an important part of, of understanding what it means to be an actor, is, is not, to, not to be washed away, but to, to be always conscious that, that this is a character who's going on a journey which is different from your own as an actor. So I suppose that's that a fine line between actor and character. I think is is key. But that's a very fine line, isn't it? It is a fine line, and and I've I've watched so many productions, really moving and and interesting productions, where you see actors 
crying on stage and then suddenly you just get an inkling as an audience, hold on, this is no longer the character crying, it's now the actor crying. That's and, and that takes that breaks the moment for, for an audience member. So so understand Hey Emma and bring that reality is difficult. Awesome. Let me ask one quick question. Um, let's talk about the Arts Festival itself, 13 to 15 September 2019. At a glance, what is it that people can look forward to? There's so much at the Hilton Festival. It's really it's such a, a, a boost of, of energy for, for KZN at this time of year. There's a lot of, of talks, and, and we are talking about the book and launching the book at the festival. Um, there's wonderful talks about music. Richard Huslop, who old SAFM listeners will remember, mm-hmm. um, he has a couple of talks about music. There's a there's a big drive this year on environmental uh, kind of awareness, and there's an internationally a fish called goby. I'm not sure if you've heard about it, but it's a, a giant sort of metal sculpture of a fish that gets filled with plastic, and it's propped no, up on beaches around the world. And there'll be mm-hmm. a goby fish at at the festival. And those are, those are all sort of free events. And then there are, of course, the, the paid productions and some wonderful work on there. Um, Gemma Khan has a new piece called Tellist with Rabies, which I haven't yet seen, but I'm really looking forward to seeing. One of Andrew Buckland's old productions is, is going to be on, um, awesome. sort of revitalized by, um, a young Durban-based actor called Kilo and Zimandi. And let me interrupt you there because nice we're going to be interrupted by. Let me interrupt you there. Sorry, Emma, we're going to be interrupted by an ad break, which will not give us any time. Let's take a quick ad break right now before we finalize with Emma. The Viewpoint, weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. On The Viewpoint. I beg your pardon for that, Emma. Just to, you want to finalize in terms of the festival at a glance. You were on your last point. Yeah, there's there's also some of the, the community theatre groups that we work with are doing work at the festival as well, and those are free performances. And there's, there's a piece called The Goal, which is actually really interesting. It's about football, but it's also about gender, and it's about the, the crazy violence that we're so used to and, and have um, have become so blasé about in this country. And I think at the moment that is going to be a really topical piece that's done at the festival. Well, we do wish that everybody in the country, but particularly those in and around the KZN area, can make the way to the Hilton Arts Festival. And if you can, look out for Emma Durden and try and find out some of the skills and inspiration that makes a great stage actor, not a film actor. Thank you so much, Emma, for your time. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Have a good evening. Emma Durden, thank you so much for your contributions.